The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to You're Gonna Love Me, the podcast where we open the eyes, the ears, and the hearts of anyone who has judged or been judged. Well, hopefully. I'm your host, Katie Maloney. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday. I hope you all had a decent week, a good week, an okayish week, however you want to categorize it. My week was okay. <laughs> Not too shabby. I got some stuff done, got my laundry done, pretty boring, mundane things, but you know, it's the little things that excite me these days. A fresh bed of sheets. Does it get any better than that? Nope. It's the end of the month. This is January. I think we all can agree has been long. The events that have taken place, some of them have been really uplifting and encouraging. Others have been disturbing and horrific. At the end of 2020, everyone's like, oh my God, I can't wait for this year to be over. And I get it. It was a dumpster fire. But if we learned anything from 2020, it's that shit can always get worse. And boy, did it. I like to always say, expect the worst, hope for the best. I like to manage my expectations always. That way, you know, you might be surprised, a little let down, but you know, all in all, you were prepared for it. But in California, as of this week, they've lifted the stay-at-home order, whatever that means. At this point, I'm like, just tell me when things are just going to be back normal, whatever that looks like. I don't even know if I want that normal. What is normal? We had like a brief moment this summer where we were able to dine outdoors and that was, you know, okay. It didn't fully enjoy it because you're not comfortable in public. It's really hard to be comfortable amongst, you know, gen pop with a pandemic happening. So, you know, it was a nice like little like reprieve from staying at home from March until June. But, you know, I didn't get out much. I just felt like kind of gross about it. And, you know, you got to make a reservation everywhere you go. And, you know, they've got a really restricted menu. It's just, it's not the same experience. Like I want a regular experience where people aren't scared of one another. A trip to the grocery store every other week is enough to just keep me inside. I know other places in the country, it's a little bit different or a lot different. But in California, it's kind of in the same situation. So, you know, I've just been at home (laughs) watching a lot of TV. I've been doing even more Legos, which I have really got to stop because I don't have room or places for all these Lego sets. Like I look like a psychopath that just (laughs) has this like really intense hobby. And, you know, Tom hasn't told me to stop. I think he enjoys it. He likes to see me busy. I like the tactile of it. I've talked about that before. It's like very kind of like cathartic or therapeutic for me to be doing something, you know, but it's getting out of control, but it's hard because, you know, right now, a lot of my friends are deep into their pregnancies. Stassi just gave birth. So, you know, I don't have anyone to like really hang out with low key, socially distanced, whatever you want to call it. So it's just been me, myself, and I, and TV. I've binge watched literally everything to the point that I'm going back to watch shows that I never watched. For instance, I'm like a little more than halfway through season three of Lost and oh 
my God. See, I know what happens at the end or basically like what the ending is that says what's happening this whole time, which I don't feel like it's ruined it. If anything, I feel like I'm watching it with like a little bit of perspective, even though I don't really fully know the full scope of everything, but damn, that's a good show. But I have to say, and I know Tom and I, we talk about this, that Saeed is like the only character on that show. He is everything. Like we both have such massive crushes on him. He's so sexy, that hair, the accent, like he just, oh my God. I love that he just doesn't believe anyone. Like he doesn't trust anyone because he was like an interrogator and like tortured people, which, okay, that's not the best thing. But like, I would let him pull off my fingernails. <laughs> I would, I would, but Kate sucks. She's the fucking worst. She's like, can't choose between Sawyer and Jack. And I'm like, bitch, come on. Like, you can't get mad that Jack is like getting chummy with the other doctor chick while you're like banging Sawyer on the side. I understand you're torn, you know, love triangles. I get it. They will, you know, but I, I just, uh, I don't fuck with her at all. But if anyone hasn't watched this show, do yourself a favor. Along with that, I will recommend Scandal. Amazing. Oh my God, Olivia Pope, Carrie Washington. It's so good. And I was curious and I did like an Instagram poll. I don't know if y'all saw it, but you should pay attention to my polls because a lot of times if you ask questions or I get a lot of inspo for the podcast through asking y'all questions, because obviously I want to make sure that, you know, what you want to listen to here, you know, I want to take your advice, but I was just curious about like some of the most pivotal remembered TV moments and they're so good and they're so accurate. Like the OC finale. Oh my God. What was that song when Ryan's carrying Miranda's like lifeless body? Jesus. I was like in high school, I think. So that one was really got real deep into my emo little heart. Another one. Oh, when Rachel got off the plane and friends, I remember that still also in high school, but like, it was one of those things where like, you remember exactly where you were when you watched it. Even though I was not a big fan of Rachel or Rachel and Ross's relationship, I think, you know what, as toxic as that shit was, I hope that to this day, they would still be together, that that was the end of the, we are on a break or back and forth. I still, to this day, can't talk about the Game of Thrones finale. I feel robbed. I feel like I invested so much of my life. I gave so many years <laughs> to that show, fully invested in the bajillion characters they had that you could not keep straight. The really slow storylines that they would leave and then revisit four years later and you don't remember anything or who people were. I had to like literally have a chart out every time I watched the damn show. But I will say the Red Wedding, I have like nightmares about that. It is just so heartbreaking. And then, oh, another show, if you've never watched it, is Dexter. It can be a little hard to stomach, serial killer shit, but it's such a good show. But Rita in the bathtub, that's all I'm going to say. I don't want to ruin it for anyone, but whole. Shit. And then another one that I think we all were forever changed by was a sixth sense. Like he was dead the whole time. <laughs> what? And then finally, I'm just throwing this in there because y'all brought it up was Stasi slapping Kristen. Anyways, moving right along. As you can tell, this is a solo episode. I did not have a guest today. I don't know if you're happy about that or sad about that, but I wanted to talk about beauty. So I went again to Instagram and asked 
my followers, their beauty questions. And then from there, kind of like streamlined it down. A lot of it was about skincare. And a lot of it's like kind of like what I would call lazy girl skincare because I fully relate to that. Like I might have enough products to stock an Ulta store, but like I can be lazy about it. And I always want to like find like shortcuts and hacks because even if you're a lazy girl, you deserve good skin. You can still want good skin and you can still have good skin. So I'm going to just talk about some basic stuff. And then I'll talk about a little bit of makeup stuff too for lazy girls. I'm Arielle Laurie, host of the Blonde Files podcast, where every Wednesday I cover all things wellness. After nearly dying from drugs and alcohol six years ago, I've been on a mission to live my best, most fulfilled life, and I'm sharing everything with you. From how to achieve optimal health, well-being, and fulfillment, to the best beauty tips and even cosmetic procedures, I cover it all with raw, candid conversations with experts and inspirational guests. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. I've been always talking about skin routine. What's your skin routine? Here's how I feel about skin routines. I have a skin routine or a couple that are like, you know, seven to 10 steps and that's cool. But do I do that every day? Hell no. I will kind of designate a day out of a week that I really kind of go into like depth and we'll do like a full like facial face mask, like really just kind of like invest some self care into my day. But you know, it's, it's not necessarily realistic for everyone. And I think sometimes there's so many products and serums and oils and moisturizers and peels and active ingredients that it can be really overwhelming. And you're like, when do I use this? How do I use this? And then you just forget about it. I want to try to like, not dumb it down, but sort of simplify it. For me personally, my nighttime skin routine is a little more in depth than my morning one. So in the morning, it's usually like I'll get a nice warm, hot-ish face towel and I'll just do like a nice like press on the face, a little bit of minor exfoliating. I don't want to like irritate my skin. So I'll just do that. It gets the blood flowing in your skin can kind of take away a little bit of the excess oils from sleeping. And, and then after that, I'll just do like a moisturizer and SPF. Okay. Speaking of SPF, because there was a lot of questions about that. A lot of people asking, is it necessary? Do I need to? The answer is 100% yes. If you do anything for yourself, please put SPF on because it's not about like, oh, I'm going to be outside all day and I don't want my skin to burn. There are more harmful rays from the sun than the burning rays that can cause skin cancer, that can cause problems. So you want to make sure you're protecting and shielding your face every day from the sun, even when it's cloudy out because the non-burning rays can still come through and affect your skin. So you want to make sure you're always putting it on, put it on your neck, put it on your chest, put it on your hands. Our hands age. Like a woman might have a lot of work done on her face. She might be looking nice and tight in the face, but then you see your hands and you're like, Oh girl. So please always SPF. I like combination products. And this is, this will be good for a lot of lazy girls out there. Having a moisturizer with SPF, boom two steps in one, even further, if you want to do like a foundation 
tinted moisturizer or CC cream that also has SPF in it, even better. Combination products are really great. A lot of people were asking about serums. Do they work? Are they important? The answer is like a yes, but it's always finding what works for you. And so you might have to like test some things out. What are the areas that your skin needs? Maybe it could just be like a hyaluronic acid just for like extra moisture in your skin. Try that out. See if you notice a difference. See how your skin reacts to that. I like products like The Ordinary because they're just one ingredient products. You can find out really quickly what works for you. Also, they're very inexpensive. Another product I really like is... Versed. I talk about Versed on my Instagram a lot. I really, really love their products. You can get them at Target. They're very inexpensive. They're also very clean, vegan. There's going to be no fragrances, like nothing that you don't want in your skin. So any kind of skin, whether you have oily, acne prone, your skin will really benefit from these because it's effective, but not aggressive, I guess would be the word for that. But they have a product called Sunday Morning. And it is a serum and oil mix. So you, when you see the bottle, you can see the separation. You have to shake it before you put it on. But it has the nutrients of an oil, but also mixed with like the water-based serum. It's going to like just soak into your skin. You're going to get that like extra drink of moisture and the nutrients to calm, soothe, and brighten your skin. I put that on. And like immediately, instantaneously, my skin looks so much better. It looks dewy and fresh and bright, but not oily. There's no residue. So that one's really, really good for the morning time, especially if you're going to put it on before your makeup. Because sometimes the oils will sit on your skin a little bit longer. So you got to wait for your skin to absorb it. And, you know, it's not always like the best base. For some people, it works great. For me personally, I need it to absorb into my skin. And you can use it before your moisturizer, on top of your moisturizer. It's really kind of no fuss. So you always want to start off with a clean face in the morning. And then from there, make sure your SPF and then hydrate your face. All you have to do is just hydrate your face. Your skin needs moisture. Like I can always tell when I'm dehydrated because I will get a little bit of fine line popping through. My skin just looks a little dull, a little flaky. It's not cute. So you want to make sure you're just drinking tons of water. If you're not sure how much water you should drink, drink more. (laughs) I keep a Yeti. This is the best thing I've ever done for myself. I have two Yetis. I have a 20 ounce and a 30 ounce. The 20 ounce, I'll fill it up like five times a day. So that's going to be a hundred ounces of water. And it's nice because it keeps it cold all day. And so you don't ever have to think about it. Just think about how many times you're filling it up and make sure you drink it. Some people like have to set reminders on their phone, (laughs) but just get in the habit of doing that one day and then it'll just come to you. But you just want to make sure you're drinking a ton of water. And the Yeti is kind of the way to go. Plus, it's also, you're not throwing away bottles of water. It's, you know, it's very economical and eco-friendly, which we, we definitely like that. So yeah, so keep the morning routine really simple, clean face, a little bit of a moisturizer and, and SPF. So for the nighttime, that's when I may, maybe will take things a little bit further. That's when I'll use my more richer, more potent and active ingredients like um, toners or, or like a HA or a BHA. And I'm talking about beta hydroxy acids and alpha hydroxy acids. So the best way I can always remind myself, I kind of use like a little trick. So with the beta, 
I think like, okay, blemishes, it's a salicylic acid. So if I'm having a, a little bit of a breakout, I'll use that. And then the alpha is, I think of it more like A as in like anti-aging. That's going to be more like surface of the skin, smoothing, brightening. If you have some dark spots, that's when I'll reach for that one. You don't have to use those daily and you shouldn't use those daily because they are active ingredients. And if you have some semi-sensitive skin, try it once a week, then go up to two times a week, but you don't have to do that. And those are what we call like liquid exfoliants because exfoliating, yes, that question came up a lot. You should 100% be exfoliating your face. You can use uh, like a little bit of a scrub in the shower. Try not to use one that's too abrasive. You want to think of it as just like just gently polishing your face, like just polishing away some dead skin, just so you get a nice sort of like smooth surface, makes makeup application so much easier. Also with your skin products can help with absorption. So if you can do one in the shower, like a little scrub, I would stay away from, I don't want to like shame products, but you know, if it's too gritty, don't do it. You just want like a fine, fine grit, or you can do the liquid ones like I was talking about. So I will usually do those ones at nighttime because with active ingredients, you don't want to be going out in the sun. Definitely want to put on <laughs> sunscreen afterwards, but you want to stay out of the sun just because they are active. And you don't want your skin to be overreacting to them. But again, start small and just see how things go for you. And then that's when I'll usually go in with a richer moisturizer because you want your skin at night to be sort of like rehabbing itself. You want to make sure it's like extra hydrated. Use like a thicker eye cream at night. I like the one from CeraVe a lot. It's inexpensive. I also love CeraVe cleansers a lot. My skin responds really nice to them. Just simple, easy cleansers. But yeah, that's when I'll usually like kind of load things on at night. I'll do more of the oils because my skin can drink them all night long. And then get yourself a humidifier. I can't stress that enough, especially right now in the colder months. Our skin is so parched, it's so dry. Our lips are chapped. And some people turn the heat on at night too, which is going to be extra drying on your face. So just get yourself a humidifier. They're not expensive at all. And just make sure you put that on at night. And you're going to see a huge, huge difference, especially like in your lips. My lips get really dry overnight. So I'll use like Laneige has a great lip mask. It's really thick, but it stays on all night long, which I love. I hope everyone <laughs> is getting all this. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be easy. Really clean your skin and hydrate it and wear SPF. That's all you have to do. And especially if you're in your thirties, in your forties, you should definitely be using an eye cream. Those can be hard to put on because sometimes like, I'll do like a little bit of a night routine, but not before bed. And so sometimes I'll wait to put on my eye cream just because I don't know, I don't want to like touch my eye and rub it into my eye. I think that, but those kind of things you can leave next to your bed. Like I keep my CeraVe eye cream like next to my bed. So that way when I'm laying there, I'll just be like, boop, boop, pop it on before I fall asleep. And it's perfect. Same thing with like a nice hand moisturizer. I like the, what is it? Wella, I think it is. It's called skin food. It comes in a green tube. It's super, super thick, but keeping something like that, as well as cuticle oil next to your bed, you'll never forget that. I'm telling you. Okay. So I want to talk about makeup 
makeup. Who's wearing makeup these days? <laughs> Listen, it can be really hard to put on makeup. I'm not gonna lie, especially these days. When I'm not going anywhere, I'm not seeing anyone. Yeah, there's the occasional Zoom, but you know, for me, I would wear makeup so much, like being on the show, just because I want to like cover up blemishes, want to like even out skin tone, just want to look nice on camera. And so I would always like really relish the days where I wasn't filming because I'd let my skin breathe. Now, because we haven't been filming, I've been like almost never wearing makeup, but there's still be the times where I want to give my skin that sort of even complexion without caking on makeup. And that's when tinted moisturizers and CC creams come in really, really handy. This product is a miracle product. I wish I knew about it like years ago. I don't even know when it came out, but this brand called Iris and Romeo, they have a product called Best Skin Days. And it's a five-in-one skincare dewy coverage, broad spectrum, it has an SPF of 25 in it. So it does have like a tint to it, but it's a really sheer coverage. So you put that on and it just sort of just blurs out everything. It's very sheer, but it just makes your skin sort of glow and just look even. You know, the days where you're just like kind of like red or your skin's just kind of like dull and flat looking. It just, you just look like a corpse basically. This stuff is a godsend because it wears almost like a moisturizer. Like you, you can put it on and you can feel good in it. Your skin can still breathe in it, but everything looks real nice and even. So I love that you can put it on in place of a moisturizer. You can put it on over your moisturizer and you can even layer it. If you put on, if you have an SPF moisturizer, it's okay to put on more SPF. Like that's, it's not going to hurt anything. If anything, it's going to help. But I really, really love this stuff. So I'll do this sometimes just on its own. I won't even put on maybe like a little bit of concealer, but I'll just let this do most of the coverage. Throw on a little bronzer, breathe a little life into your face. I like to call it like the halo method of bronzer. You kind of just use a real fluffy brush and you just dust around the perimeters of your face, basically along the hairline, the temples. You can work a little bit more into like the cheekbone area under your chin and neck and then on top of your nose and like instantly you look alive and takes like virtually two seconds. You can do blush. You don't have to do blush. I like to sweep on a little bit just for a little rosy glow and then just some mascara, curl eyelashes, throw on some mascara, and then just like a tinted lip oil burst has great lip oils that are tinted. You don't have to wear lip gloss, especially right now where we're wearing masks, like what's the point? But if we want to talk about a bold lip, I am such an advocate of a really strong, bold lip. I think it's an instant mood changer. It elevates everything. So I had questions on how to achieve um, a really bold lip, whether it be a red lip, a dark lip, it doesn't matter. The trick is you got to line your lips. <laughs> you got to line your lips. I know sometimes it can be hard. It took me a long time to sort of like learn how to do that. But the places you want to be really exact is around the cupid's bow and then just kind of like the center on the bottom and then sort of just like blend out to the sides. If you're wearing a red lip, you want to be a little more precise on this, but I also fill the entire lip because lip liner tends to stick more and won't rub off or come off if you're eating or drinking. It just sort of, it holds the lip together. And then from there, I really only ever have to reapply my lipstick in the center, sort of that waterline of your lip, which there's a bit of commitment when you do wear a bold lip because you got to have someone on lip check with you to let you know when you need to like reapply a little bit. But if you fill in the whole lip, 
and you apply the lipstick over it, you only really need to apply in the center. So before you do that, I got a little bit ahead of myself. Before you do that, it's always about the prep and you got to exfoliate your lips and you don't need a special exfoliator for that. You can take a warm washcloth and gently rub your lips with it. Some people use like an extra toothbrush, be very, very gentle, use warm water, get your lips nice and soft so you can scrub away extra. Or if you want to take a little bit of sugar in the palm of your hand with some olive oil and then with your finger, just kind of like gently like rub it and massage it and buff out that your lips are going to be really smooth. Then put on like a face moisturizer, like a really rich face moisturizer or lip oil, something that's really ultra hydrating on your lip and let that soak in because you're going to want your lips to be super moisturized because the only thing that's worse, worse than anything really is flaky lips with lipstick. You're going to hate that. So exfoliate your lips, heavy moisturizer, let it soak in, line your lips, fill it in, apply your lipstick, matte liquid lips. I've always struggled with because I'm a lip licker. <laughs> I will lick my lips all day long. And plus I don't want to worry about the flaking because sometimes the products aren't very good and they will flake off. And so normally I just, I stick to cream satin lips. I like a glossy lip. I do like the way that the matte lips look, no doubt, but it's just not ideal mostly for the gram, you know, to get that picture of that, that solid lip, but NYX or NYX has a lip that I don't know what it is. It's some kind of like witchcraft. Gosh, I can't remember the name of it, but it's like all over the internet right now and like sold out everywhere, but it passes the lip kiss eating everything. So this is what I want to say. We're wearing masks right now. So lipstick is like obsolete, but this lip does not move. So it's a liquid lipstick that you put on and then there's a gloss to go over because it is, it is a little drying. I'm not going to lie. It is a little bit drying, but it has a gloss you put over it. And even the gloss, like the gloss transfers a tiny bit because it is a gloss, but it's not sticky. It's not sticky at all, but it's really ultra shiny. So you put that on after you put the liquid lipstick on. And I'm telling you, you could eat. I ate a salad afterwards. I, I put it on because I was like, I'm going to test this out. I'm going to eat those kind of foods that would normally be just disaster for lipsticks. And it did not move. I did notice after a few hours, just in the waterline, came off a little bit just because again, I'm a lip licker and I was eating, but I was so impressed by that. So, and it's also so cheap. It's like 10 bucks, I think. So why not? So I think just keeping, if you want to wear makeup, keep it really, really simple. And if you're new to makeup, start really small. You don't need to be overwhelmed by the amount of products and primers and this kind of foundation and that kind of like long wearers, setting sprays, brushes, like just do what's going to work for you. And what's going to accentuate your face the most. I always think framing your face with your eyebrows is like the best thing that you can do. If you're going to do no makeup, but want to look snatched and pull together, do your eyebrows. You don't have to do a pencil. There are so many great brow mascaras that are tinted that will give your eyebrows that fullness and just like face framing amazingness. But you don't even have to touch an eyebrow pencil because sometimes that can be really hard. I have my eyebrows microbladed and it's the best decision I've ever made in my life because I never have to do a thing besides just like brush them up. I take like a, 
or like a spoolie, they call it a mascara wand, a clean one, obviously. And I'll spray it with a little bit of hairspray and just, just groom them that way. But your face is always going to look really nice and framed and sharp when you have your eyebrows done. They're kind of the focal point of your face. So yeah, you can get away with just a little bit of tinted moisturizer, some bronzer or blush, comb your eyebrows, maybe sweep on a little mascara and then have your lips just not looking dry and crusty. And you're going to be fine, 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 fine. You know, once you get into doing eyeliner, that's another thing. I like to sometimes when I don't want to commit to like an eyeliner look, it's definitely more of a aggressive thing when you want to do liquid eyeliner. You know, you have to be a little more precise with that, but you can also take an angled brush in like a dark brown or even a black eyeshadow and just kind of create like a really soft line. You can do like a little bit of wing. Doesn't even have to be perfect because it's, a shadow. So it's fine if it blends out a little bit and sort of has like a blurred edge to it. I like that look. It's kind of like wearable bedroom eyes, which who doesn't love that? Me personally, that's kind of like a go-to. And then I'll do like a little bit of liner and like the waterline if I want to just define my eyes a little bit more, but so not necessary. So one other thing that someone asked about that I want to touch on just a little bit is <laughs> removing facial hair. Let me tell you, as I've gotten older, I have dark hair. I got thick hair. So you can imagine that, you know, I struggle with this. And I've used facial cream hair removers on my face before. And those do work. They do work. But you got to leave them on. If you have sensitive skin because it is chemical, it can cause redness. You can burn your skin. So I try to stay away from those. There's these things called tinkles. How cute is that? Tinkle. They're um, like little sticks, like little razors on the end of a stick that they're like in different colors. You've probably seen them before and they have like a little blade on them. And these work so well to remove your face and also um, doubles as an exfoliator. So what you want to do is start off again, clean skin, clean, clean skin. And you just hold these razors barely at an angle. You want to hold them almost like flush against your skin and go really soft. You don't need to dig in. Please don't dig in and work in one direction. You want to do like short little movements, work your way like down across your face, go in one direction across your face. And you'll see like the little like peach fuzz, little hairs like build up and then do the other side. You can do your mustache line. Don't go against the hair growth. I'll tell you that much because you could get ingrowns and you don't want that on your face, especially around the mustache area, because we all know those ones are the most painful ones, but you can also use these to help sort of shape your eyebrows, especially mine tend to grow like out towards my temples, which like yikes. <laughs> and so I'll use those to kind of like clean up those edges, clean up the little edges around on top and then along the cheeks, the forehead, the mustache, but just work in like short little movements really soft it'll come off the thing is sharp so please don't dig into your skin but those work wonders and no your hair is not going to grow back darker or thicker that is a myth it is an old wives tale so don't worry about that face shaving is actually really really great for you and then afterwards put on a nice moisturizer and you're good to go but make sure you put on sunscreen too after that because you've now exfoliated your skin and it's going to be really sensitive. So make sure you replenish again. That's all I have. I realized I just talked a lot and I kind of talked in circles. I hope this answered a lot of your questions. I know, I know what it's like right now. I'm having to dig really deep 
for motivation for a lot of things, but especially, you know, to make sure I'm keeping on top of my skin care game. So highlights what you need to know to take care of your skin. You don't need a million products. It's fine if you do, but you don't need to do that every day. You want to make sure you clean your skin. I like to do it at night before bedtime, really load on with lots of nutrients and moisturizings on top of it, eye cream. And in the morning, I just do like a warm washcloth all over my face, moisturize, SPF, good to go. And then once a week, you can, you know, do a full blown facial if you want. But, you know, look for combination products if you don't want an extensive skincare routine, moisturizers that also have SPF in them or CC creams with SPF. Um, you can do a serum oil hybrid, like the one from Verse. I highly recommend it's called Sunday morning and then eye cream and drink lots of water. Just keep your skin clean and hydrated and you should be fine. And if you want to experiment, just start small, see how your skin reacts, see what it reacts really nicely to. If you start to get a breakout or inflammation or redness, don't use that product again. And you're going to have glowing, amazing skin. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to my little solo skincare, everything podcast. <laughs> Pay attention to when I do my polls, follow me at music kills Kate on Instagram, because I often ask y'all questions specifically for this podcast. So if you have questions, I want to answer them for you. And I want to be talking about things that you want to hear. There were so many other questions, especially about like hair care and other things that I'm definitely going to answer in another episode, but I feel like I had so much skincare stuff to talk about. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy your weekend. Remember to be kind to yourself and kind to others. And I will be talking to you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to subscribe, leave a rating and review, follow along on social at Music Kills Kate, and tune in next week for an all new episode. Bye.